In today's episode, we're speaking to Simon Severino. Simon helps B2B teams run their company more efficiently, which results in sales at soar. He created a sprints strategy or strategy sprints method that doubles revenue in 90 days by getting owners out of the weeds. Author of Strategy Sprints, 12 Ways to Accelerate Growth for Agile Business. He's also the CEO of Growth Consultancy Strategy Sprints, which helps B2B teams improve resilience and sales in weekly sprints. He is a Forbes Business Council member and contributor to Entrepreneur Magazine. Let's speak to Simon and find out how he changed his life by changing his mindset. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today I'm speaking to someone not from across the pond, but literally, well, she's kind of, but not too far away. It's one in Europe, so local to me. Um, welcome, Simon Severino. Hello, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for joining us, Simon. Simon, everyone's heard an intro. They know how amazing you are. But please, in your own words, tell everybody what it is that you do. I'm Simon Severino. I run Strategy Sprints, which is a team of strategy advisors. We help people double revenue in 90 days. That's our one-to-one program. And we do this in all time zones. We, we partner with mainly B2B businesses, high-ticket businesses, agencies, consultancies, and help them improve marketing and sales, which is so relevant right now because it's tough times. We all need to stay in the game, to stay liquid, and maybe even to crush it because there are opportunities popping mm. up. So this is what we do. We coach people to improve sales and marketing. Wonderful. Fantastic. And I agree. This is um, this is when, it, when a lot of people need this kind of additional support. Right. Okay. Fantastic. So Simon, that's great. That's what you do at the moment. So now today, talk us through... You know, how did it all start for you? I know you're, you're in Vienna, um, but how did it start for you? You didn't wake up one day and, and decide to do this profession. Everyone I speak to <laughs> seems to be on a life path journey. So talk us through how did you end up being here? Well, I started as somebody who had to pick something to study, right? Um, what do I study? Mm-hmm. And I had no idea. Absolutely no idea. And so I picked philosophy because that would give me time to think and in hindsight it was a good idea Mm. because it's i started with the whole thing what's the whole thing what's what's a human being what's what's civilization uh what are we here to do and from there then i had time to understand the single parts okay what is economy okay what is sociology what is literature in the context of this and then it was easier for me to find my path after trying out different things one thing really hit home and that was coaching teams Mm -hmm. on their biggest challenges being with a team in the trenches oh my god how do we solve this should we launch this product or that product how do we launch that product should we start in that country or in that country in this Mm -hmm. way or in that way i loved it 
the intellectual stimulation and the intensity because they want to solve it. They have to solve it, right? Mm. And so it's a vital thing. We are all very, very aware. Everybody brings 100% of their superpowers into that room mm. because we need to solve this and we will get out when it's when it's successfully solved. I love that energy and um, be being with teams on the things that really matter to them. I, I so enjoy when they when they finally break through the other side and they are proud and they are relaxed and they go home happy so mm. that their people can enjoy them again. So how does this apply in your life? How did you actually allow yourself to have the breakthrough? When you were doing philosophy, that is so far away from what you're doing at the moment. Well, in one <laughs> respect, it's not. But in one, in, in one way, it is. It's more theological. It's more, um, you know, more for social science. How did you bring it in to marketing? Um, and, uh, you know, because I'm in marketing, so I do agree that has a major role to play, you know, especially with copywriting and the messaging and so mm-hmm. forth. But from the outset, it's a it's it's a completely you know, your own philosophy and you're doing this. And how do you end up in business and marketing? They're two different concepts. How did you bridge the gap? I know the fact that it's it's very, very it's powerful, the fact that you have philosophy and it probably helped you a lot with copywriting. But how did you bridge that gap? How did you come to, you know, being in this in this environment, this sector, in this niche? You know, in the 90s, the big consultancies, the big strategy consultancies, they were looking for people who are from different fields. Mm. They wanted more of social social studies people. Okay. Because they think differently and they have learned to solve, to mm. structure thinking and structured problem solving, but they come from a different angle. And so they 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 were looking specifically for people who are different than just somebody who is in spreadsheets to talk to those executives in a different way and to structure those problems in a different way. Mm. That was my entry point into global consultancy. And I was then junior consultant, consultant, senior consultant, up to partner. And uh, I was always raising my hand. So, hey, who does the strategy of BMW, the global strategy rollout? Oh, it's me, it's me, it's me, it's me. Hey, who does uh, U.S. market entry strategy for Boring and Ilham? Oh, it's me, it's me, it's me, it's me. And so I was always volunteering to do the most difficult um, projects because I loved that. Mm. And I was learning so much. I was seeing the world. I was flying from you know from New York to Shanghai in sometimes in the same week mm. uh, and helping different teams in different context is i loved it so much so my entry point was that in the 90s um the big consultancies were looking for different kind of people mm. i entered i volunteered i i don't think i had a weekend for four years i was just working four years oh wow okay block. oh wow yes you don't get into these projects if you don't deliver you know what i mean yeah. those are intense projects and um, and I loved it. I really loved it. Those four years were very formative. I learned so much. Now, as you say, in hindsight, I learned that actually marketing, sales, philosophy, psychology, they have a ton in common. Yes, they a do. <laughs> so the first thing that I learned in philosophy is some things are eternal and some things are temporary. Mm. That's super important. And so in marketing, there are evergreen things and there are temporary things. Yeah. 
one of the big decisions, whatever your offer is, whatever your brand is mm. in content marketing, it's so important to have some evergreen content and some current stuff. Yeah. So I love doing videos about crypto investing right now, but it's not evergreen. So I shouldn't spend too much time on that. Otherwise, I become a news mm. uh, company. And I, and that's and that's a, a big decision. Uh, what do you stand for and what do you want to be? So I tell myself, okay, don't don't tell everybody about Bitcoin and Solana all the time because that's not what you stand for. You stand mm-hmm. for the big problems and how to solve them in sales and marketing. This is a thing, it's going to be around three years. Now you have to tell everybody, okay, tell all your friends. And if you want to tell them via YouTube, tell them via YouTube. But then know that this is temporary. And then there are evergreen topics. What are the evergreen topics? And so I literally, I start my day with evergreen doing first my yoga and then my meditation and then i go running so that's Mm -hmm. evergreen it's you know that's the eternal part yeah whatever happens whatever the weather whatever i feel all of this doesn't care this is all temporary but there is an eternal part when i wake up in the morning i'm just pure consciousness and um, i go there i go there to my to my essence and that is not in time and space uh then I go running and then I play with my kids, etc. Then I start serving my family. Then I start serving my community, mm-hmm. my team, my clients. This is very temporary, right? We are all here connected. And yeah. It's a difference if it's Monday or Friday. And then in the evening and then after my kids sleep and I had a glass of wine with my wine, etc. with my wife, then again, yoga, meditation, sleeping. So I start the day with the with the evergreen if you want i end the day with the evergreen mm. and i think that's for me definitely a very important habit and i i might even say that it would be beneficial for everybody who runs a business mm-hmm. to have your stressful part in the middle of the day how, however long you if you love it 16 hours do it 16 hours but make sure that you start with something that is uh, calm and maybe even eternal and you end it again with something calm and eternal because you're preparing for sleep mm. so to have some rituals that help you you know stay centered mm-hmm. because the day will be super stressful i yes. always have you know i run a company which is now operating in 14 different time zones mm. there is always something burning in some country that we have some Legal questions, hiring, firing, contracts, you name it, right? There is always something going on in business. So it's important for me and I guess for many listening that you find a ritual that helps you the beginning and end of the day. Mm. I, to- I totally agree with that. I think we need to, st- we need to have, a- we need to treat our life as a business as well. I think we need to treat, and maybe this is going on a bit of a philosophical note, but we need to treat our time as a commodity. I think far too many times we just take our time for granted and that's when we waste it. And that's when we, you know, the, the morning's gone and we haven't given ourselves any time. So you need to allocate time to yourself in the, in the morning and the evening. I agree with that. And I think that puts the rest of your day into a better structure. But my question here is, 
you know, how did you go and um, you've got your own company now, you run your own company. How did you transition from uh, being an employee, you know, working for a big corporation into having and running your own company? These are two different things. And a lot of the reason why I ask that is a lot of the people listening to this podcast right now are either in the corporate jobs right now or looking to try and looking to transition over or currently are working in the full time jobs and doing a side hustle. Or a, a, a lot of them have actually now transitioned over now are uh, in their as in entrepreneurial journeys, uh, with the you know the corporate backgrounds you know sitting away. So how did you transition over? I felt that I was meant to build something. I didn't know exactly what it is, but mm. I felt inside of my chest there is something. There is a song that wants to be that wants to be performed. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know exactly what it is, but I saw some symptoms. One symptom was that I was working until it was the best outcome and not just the minimum hour, but I was looking for the maximum hours until it's really, really good. And and literally one one person on my team said, Simon, you, why are you doing this? You're working too much. Your salary doesn't change. Just do the minimum. Everybody does the minimum. Why do you do the maximum? That's stupid. And I said, wow, I never thought of it this way. And so I realized, okay, I, there is something that I want to build. It's bigger than me. And um, I like to completely, to completely be in service of that and of that higher quality of the outcome. So that was one element. And then, so I knew at some point I have to do my own thing. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. The second part was the very practical. Okay, when, when do you go? And so I... I took a spreadsheet. I'm a spreadsheet guy. I took a spreadsheet. Okay, how how many months of cash flow do I need? I had no children. So I said, okay, six months. Six months of my expenses. And whenever I've saved that, I'm going to go. Mm. So I started saving 50% of, of my income every every month until I was at six months. And I think when I reached four months, I just I just pulled it off. And then, and then you just went straight into having a business. And were you able to keep it float, or what happened then? Because when you transition from employee into employment, from employment into becoming uh, an employee yourself, that's a big jump. How did you do that, or successfully do that in a short period of time? Because a lot of people in the, in the initial days struggle with it, myself included. It was a big jump. But also not so much of a big jump. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm in this office. They ask me what's the name of the company. I, go, I have no idea. Let's let's invent some name here. And I wrote and I thought, okay, what do I want to bring into this world? I want to work with teams on what is the right thing to do and how do we do it in the right way. Uh, again, the eternal thinking, the evergreen thinking came in and said, don't call it Simon Consulting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that will limit the growth of it. So make it something that is broader and evergreen. And so what's the right thing to do from in the context of business? It's strategy. That's mm-hmm. the strategy question. What is the right thing for us to do? And then how do we do it the right way in sprints? Mm-hmm. 
So I called it Strategy Sprints and I did run with it. And it was just a one-person company. And then four years later, we hit the mandatory profits where you have to make it a full-blown corporation. And then I did that. So it was always very lean. Mm. I just started with, you know, giving it a name and uh, going to this office and starting the paperwork. I, I'm not sure if I even had a logo. We had some website. It was my face, my name and what I do. Also, that is absolutely not important. The only thing important in the first year is that you really solve problems. Mm. So start working with people and solve problems. Some of them I started working for free just to collect testimonials. Mm -hmm. Some of them were paid. And pretty soon, um, I reached the first million in revenue. And um, and from there, I had different problems. <laughs> now I had a logo, etc. I started calling people, hey, come in, I have projects. And so I started building a network. That was the second phase of the business. Second year, third year, it became like a network. Mm -hmm. Then the question was, all right, what do you delegate? How do you create community and um, and accountability in a network? Mm. Because in a network, you don't really have calendars together and planning together. So when you need them, they don't have time. Mm. <laughs> and even if they have time, maybe they don't have the same language, the same quality yeah. that you have. So I was like, ah, this network thing, I don't like this network thing. And I start, and I was looking for different models. So practically, I was walking around in nature, thinking about a better business model, because mm -hmm. it was obviously I couldn't deliver it anymore. I couldn't be in in Paris and in Singapore the same day delivering the workshop. So I had to find a scalable way. Didn't know how to do that, but after weeks of thinking about it, I passed by a McDonald's and I go, wait a moment. Every city has a McDonald's. These are just people paying to use the brand mm -hmm. and the processes. Right? So do I have a brand? Yeah, kind of. Do I have the processes in my head? Yes, I have to write them down. Can I then start a franchise? Why not trying? Safe enough to try. And so I wrote down the processes. I created a 60 days curriculum that would teach people how to become a certified strategy sprints coach. Mm -hmm. I had to build a brand. So I wrote a book, Strategy Sprints. It's out on Amazon, by the way. It's a cool book. Mm. And uh, and the main, the only offer that we offer, 90 days one-to-one -one coaching, is called the 90 days strategy sprint. Mm. Now I had a branding plan and even some elements of a brand. And so I did that every day very, very seriously, very consistently over years. And now... We have certified strategy sprints coaches in all time zones. Mm. So that was the main transition for me. How does it go from something personal to something uh, bigger than a person? Mm. It's been a step by step journey for you. And every, but from what I'm listening, as I'm listening to you, what I'm hearing is every step of the way, you tuned into your intuition and you took guidance from that and and worked on that you didn't you didn't allow yourself to get overwhelmed like oh my god i have to make this big you know multinational um you know international company and i have to do all of this and have these people you said okay let me start where i am <laughs> let me start with my uh, just a name and get started and then once as you grew your expansion your vision for the company grew this that's what i'm hearing is that right yeah. So 
instead of traditional planning, I use an agile method, the strategy sprints method. It's very simple. There is a daily habit, a weekly habit, and a monthly habit. That's it. Mm. That's it. So the daily habit is how am I allocating my time today? What will I delegate or systemize tomorrow? That's a daily habit. I write down the flow of my day. And the end of the day, before I close the day, I reflect what will I delegate or automate tomorrow. And delegating can be to a software or to a person. But I will delegate one thing every day. And then, the because that's how you scale a business. And then the second question is, if I would live more intentionally and more freely, what would I do tomorrow? This helps me think a little bit bigger. Mm. And then I create a flow of tomorrow. And then the other thing that I have, I have my vision in a very specific way. It's written down in a doc. This is a, a one of the 274 templates that we use with our clients. So for everything, we have a process. Uh, you know, like Ayurveda is a process, like mm. yoga is a process, like French cooking is a process. So there is a process for everything mm. as, and we don't have to reinvent the wheel. So I have a process for everything for my clients. If they say, oh, my vision is not clear. I don't know where I am in three years. Okay, here, personal vision. This is the process. Business vision. This is the process. Mm. And so they get the process and I use it myself. I have a, a on, on a Google Doc, I have two pages of Simon's vision. Okay? Where I'm, how does my life look like in three years? I, I wrote it down mm-hmm. and then I have recorded it with the background music that I like and I hear it on my phone in my morning run. So after my yoga, I do my morning run and during the morning run, I hear my vision and that's the vision activation daily habit. So I hear how does it look like my team, our revenues, our clients, how happy they are? Why are they so happy? What happened? Uh, who wants to be on my team? Why do they want to be on my team? How does it feel? How does it feel when I go to dinner and I'm proud because we we have achieved this and that? So it's the vision activation. And that's also part of the daily habit. Mm-hmm. To bring myself in peak state and in the right um, frequency, in the right energy capable of holding that energy of success because you know if i go into business like this guess what happens so i'm not ready for success people mm-hmm. will not say hey simon here's my money please take my money they only do it if if you are in that frequency that is capable of growing money but right? then they will say oh please please can i give you like two hundred thousand for what? I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. Let's just start working together. I don't know, but it feels like it's the right place. You are holding the space for growth. Mm. And so this is applicable to everybody, whatever your offer is, whatever you stand for, bring yourself in the right frequency, in the right energy that you can hold the space. And then people will say, all right, all right, take part of my risk. Let's do this together. So that's the daily habit. Very simple. Then it's six minutes listening to something mm-hmm. while you do something that you like. Then there is the weekly habit. Mm-hmm. It's a dashboard with three numbers, the marketing number, the sales number, the operations number of that week. Mm-hmm. And so you see that we think in weeks. Some people think in years or in months. We think in weeks. Seven days is a sprint in our world. Seven days. So every Monday, we pick something to solve or to build. Every Thursday, Somebody from the team, usually the virtual assistant, brings together all the data. So what did work, what didn't, very numeric. And so it's not just intuition. It's intuition on Monday, Mm -hmm. but then it's measuring on Thursday. So I like both. It's 
uh, yin and yang. Yeah, it's 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 combining spiritual and the man-made laws together, as I I talk about. And think only when you, when you combine both can you actually physically in this physical three D world prosper. Yes, yes. I you know I I like energy and spreadsheets. That's mm-hmm. the, the I like both. So I don't do anything if it doesn't have a high energy. Mm-hmm. I don't even start it on Monday, but on Thursday I want to get all the numbers. On Friday we bring both together. So our passions, oh, we did this and this and this. Okay, but which one did really work? Mm. And look, this one, oh, Simon, you care a lot about that, but the world doesn't. They don't need it. Oh, okay. Next. What what, what do they need? And this other thing, look what you did on, on Wednesday. Oh, my God, that thing. They need that. Okay, let's do more of that. Mm. That's, that's the Monday. And, uh, and we will measure again on Thursday if it's still mm. true. That's actually very interesting. And, and it's it's looking at your life and seeing what works and then um, and allowing your intuition to guide you to say, okay, let's try A, B, and C, and then measuring to see, okay, if you want to do A, B, and C, but from A, B, and C, which one actually resonated with your audience, resonated with your market, and what's actually helping and benefiting your business. Um, you know, when you were saying this, the image popped into my head that there's, you know, there's an image um, where there's two cavemen um, riding a bike, but the bike is has a, is made of squares. And there's somebody there standing with a wheel, like, you know, hey, have a wheel. And they're like, no, no, I'm too busy. So I think a lot of people get too busy with their, you know, with their strategies, with their work, not realizing there's something better and faster. And I think the way you've designed your strategies is where, okay, I'm doing this, but is there a way to improve it? Is there a way to increase the flow? Is there a way to um, delegate, automate some part of it? Is there a way to, I can improve every single week? And when you do it that way, you're constantly, you constantly have the eyes on the ball, which helps you to grow and that explains the success that you've had over the last few years. Well, on that note, Simon, we're going to wrap this up. Simon, tell us, how can we connect with you? Where can we find you on the internet? We hang out at strategiesprints.com. This is also where you can download many of the things that we discussed, all these dashboards. You can download them at strategiesprints.com. They are open source. Mm-hmm. And if you want to go a little bit deeper uh, the book, Strategies Prince, is out wherever you buy books. And uh, it's a very practical book uh, that took me many years to write it. And it's very, literally the checklists and blueprints that I use. If my marketing is not working, I go to the marketing chapter and use it as a checklist. If my sales is not working, I go to the sales chapter and use it as a checklist. So it's 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 a really uh, it's really a handbook. Awesome. Um, all the links that uh, that um, Simon just mentioned. So his website and the name of his book will be in the show notes. And if you're watching us on YouTube, then down below in the description section, we'll we'll put the link for uh, Simon's um, book and his uh, website there too. Go check him out. I'm actually I'm interested to check out his book. I'm gonna look have a look in Amazon and find it, and uh, maybe get a Kindle version or paperback, depending on <laughs> what I feel like. I I, I still love paperback versions, like, even though I read quite a lot of Kindle now, but. Today, thank you so much, Simon. We have to have you back for morning talkies, but today, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. It's been enlightening for me as well. Thank you. It was really fun. Keep rolling, everybody. And thank you for listening to me and Simon today. I will be back with another Friday feature guest asking them how they change their life by changing their mindset. Until the next time, I mean, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.
If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.